I love it. That's too creepy for me. Well, we gotta turn the lights on in the studio. They are on, and I'm still creeped out. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm a little afraid. Well, we all know what that is, right? Oh, yes. It's like the calling card. Right? I think it attracts them. Oh, no. If that's the case, I'm gonna turn this off. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want any of those things in the Parababble studio, do you? No. So Good enough. Welcome to another episode of Parababble. That was the calling card. I um I'm going with demons tonight. Oh. Finally. Hey. Yes. We we mentioned demons and sentences along the way and finally we're gonna do an episode on demons. The Every big episode. D's. The big D's. What comes whatever comes out of us tonight is what it is. We have no no direction on this, but it definitely will be demons. Yep. So I'm Rob. I'm Allison. I'm Jeffrey. And we introduced ourselves. Wow, Jeffrey. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard him call himself that. It was a little spooky. I, are, is there a demon no, right gonna, now? I'm, I, I'm feeling a little warm. Where's my holy water? <laughs> does huh? beer work? No. Well, <laughs> it might work different ways. <laughs> beer head starts spinning around and pea soup comes out. We're in a lot of trouble. I wrote demons with four explanation points on my notes for tonight. I see that. You were super excited. Yeah. Demons had you very uh, interested, huh? I guess so. I couldn't tell. <laughs> Can't tell by that monotone. Yeah, I guess so. Should I say it out loud? Demon, demon, demon. Don't say it. <laughs> Three times. It's bad. Well, do we have a direction on this? Um, you can go in a million different directions. I mean, where did it all start from? We want to go fallen angel. Do we want to go? Oh, jeez. Hell. I'm just gonna have to buckle myself in. Burning. This episode, You're I? going to once I get to this. <laughs> you just wait. Pull out some uh, good books here, and uh, you know, let's do a story. We'll get story time. Yeah. Well, if someone wants to send us a story, oh, you can email us at parababblepodcast at gmail .com. You can go on Facebook at facebook.com/parababble or tweet at us at parababble. So now we got the plugs out of the way. Let's get to some. Wow, demons. you sound more excited about that than the actual demons. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's so funny when we have to remember all that stuff and we all look at each other like, "Oh crap, am I gonna it, screw it up?" Is this right? Is this... That's why I jump out of the fray. I don't do that. I just yeah. go parababble. You guys got to write it down. Find me on Facebook, Twitter, wherever, Stitcher, we're, iTunes, we're Instagram. Apple, Instagram. We right? are. Are we? We are. Allison's wow. catching up. We're. Well, I missed yeah, a week, so, you know, you guys did a lot, obviously, in that, that week time that I was gone. Yeah. Well, I didn't plug the, uh... <laughs> sometimes. I just you had t-shirts made. Oh, yeah, we're, we we had a whole operation going when you were gone. <laughs> so, we've been inbreded in our heads with demons since we were little children's. Some of us. Maybe. Not you? No. You never grew up knowing, like, hearing stories about demons and being scared. No. Well, being scared, yes, but not about demons until I became a ghost hunter and found out they were in everyone's house. Wait. <laughs> so growing up, growing up Catholic, we never had the demons thrown at you mm -mm. in church? It was always the devil. It was never the demons. Well, it was, <laughs> you know, souls, lost souls in hell. Was, but we were demons, mostly afraid of the devils. devil. You know, yeah. that's different. Demons and the devil are two very different things. Hate, you know, there's demons the show pony and then there's demons, the ponies. Demons are just the underlings. No one cares about them. Till they show up at the foot of your bed at 3 a.m. It's Lucifer that everyone cares about. Uh, he, well, yeah, he is kind of like the big the show. king. Yeah. You might tend to worry about Cloven-footed. Are we holding you up, Rob? No. Uh, Sorry. We're just trying to see who can... 
out demonize here. <laughs> it's going to be D's all the way. Yeah. <laughs> How many D words can we stick in a sentence at one How many time? ways can we twist up the word demon? <laughs> Demon. 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 Damon. Damien. 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 Oh, man. There's a classic for you guys yeah. out there. We digress already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so no. For me, growing up, I didn't really hear a lot of demon talk. It was a lot of talk of the devil being Catholic. It so, was. You know, was that sort of thing. And I think that I didn't really hear so much about demons and what they would do until literally I became a ghost hunter and then everyone was afraid to go out and ghost hunt because you might catch a demon. Like, it's a communicable disease. It's like the cold, you know. I mean... Once you got demons, you sneeze near someone else. They got demons, too. That's what happens. <laughs> there was a movie like that. A demon sneezer? Yeah, there was some movie where... It was one of those shaky camera movies where uh, people were getting possessed, and they were getting possessed like they were catching a cold from these people that they were around. Well, you know, it was, people Denzel Washington was in it? No, no, no. no. That, you're thinking of something else. Yeah. Um, but you know that's why people say, God bless you. Yeah. Because they thought that you would sneeze your soul out. Really? Is that the reason why? I did not know that. Yep. It was a way to say, because they thought that when you sneeze like that, your soul could literally come out of your body. So they would say, God bless you. So that it would keep your soul inside your body. With my allergies today, I mean, my soul is like... Everywhere. Trying to get out right now, really (laughs) badly. You left left your soul on the steering wheel. Yeah. (laughs) At work on your computer. Yeah. All over the computer. (laughs) And it's funny, too, because I have some people that I know that will make a point to emphasis the God part of that. God you bless you. Yes, like, God bless you. And then there are other people that would just be like, bless you. They don't I have say the exact the thing at work, and I make a point of saying, God bless you. It's interesting. Oh, so you're one of those people. Well, because I have one that stomps down on me and goes, bless you. Or nothing, because it's not real. So, I sometimes make it a point to, you know... A little jab there. You, of all people? I know, I'm so peaceful. So hard to believe. I just go about my, I don't bother anybody. I don't get involved in anyone's demonic messes. So where were we headed? What were we talking about? So yeah, growing so that's, up. That's, that was so the, that was the whole. What about you guys? Where where did the demon play come in for you? I didn't grow up with any sort of fun stuff like that unless I was watching movies about it. You're Catholic though too. Do you grow up Catholic though too? Didn't you? No, not really. You're Italian. Yeah, the family was, but. I never did none of that stuff. <laughs> so you were a wanderer. You did not follow the path. I never went to a... I was going to say a cult. A church. A church. <laughs> Is it really that different? No. Uh, sorry, sorry. I mean, if you, send, if you send money to Parababel, what are we? Are we our own church? We can should we be. be a cult? 501C, so we can get some non-profit stuff going. Yeah, we can get some awesome t-shirts for you guys. And buy some notebooks for notes. Notes. <laughs> Doing this stuff off the top of our head doesn't yeah. work. I'm running out of notebook space in the Parable yes, Notebook. So am I. <laughs> We've been hard at work that? here. Mine, I just, I put devil. Growing up, I was Catholic, so it was the devil, but devil, demons, hell, fire, all one big ball. That's kind of how it all was there. You either go up or you go down. You've seen Supernatural. You know that there's different levels to that. Actually, I have not seen Supernatural. You've never seen the show Supernatural? I know. You gave me crap about this a while ago. Of all the things, I never watched the show. Well, you got 11 seasons to catch up on, so... Oh, no. Get at it. They even have a fake paranormal team called Ghost Facers. It's hysterical. It's summertime, and now you want me to watch eleven seasons? But seriously, like the show <laughs> is really before season twelve. The show is really good because Dean Winchester is hot. But besides that, um, <laughs> what's in it for the male audience? 
lots of hot chicks too, but it's really all about angels and demons and hell and heaven and... I think my question would be to anyone out there who wants to write in, or you guys, is it hokey? It can be. It can be, but sometimes it's scary too. Does it, I mean, because if it's hokey and I can't like get behind it like an X-File episode, which, Mm -mm. well, Mm. that's a little more serious, but monster stuff. Some it's stuff is hokey. hokey, but I mean, it, they've been on it's for eleven seasons. So they're hanging in there. Oh yeah. All right. Maybe I'll start watching that then. I mean, it, they did a whole episode on Lilydale. They did. Mm-hmm. So they're jumping the shark. They're they running out of ideas. They, they did. No, they have they have gins in the show. They have skinwalkers. They have. Oh, so Wendigo. they're really doing their homework. Wendigos. Wendigo was like one of the first episodes. It's a Wendigo. They have all kinds of paranormal, like supernatural things. It's not just like. So I could jump in and kind of know where everything's at? No, you need to watch it from the beginning. I mean, because each story would be like a separate like well, it's episode two, it's in its own. it's two brothers. And you have to know, you have to watch from the beginning so you understand like why, why they're doing, why they're what, they're doing, doing. what they're doing, yes. Do they have powers? Nope. No. So they're, you're humanoids like us. They're hunters though. But they hunt. They, they hunt go looking for the stuff. Yes. They read okay. like newspaper articles and find weird occurrences, and then go to the towns and try to figure out what's happening. All right, and I see now that's it's I'm similar like that. to the X Files, where you got two people mm-hmm. traveling around the country looking into weird crap without the conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, because they actually figure it out. They yeah. do figure it out. Oh yeah, and they they get right in the mix of it, and it, stuff goes bad. Okay, well, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, I mean, there's add that to my list of some cool things in there. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so again, we digress. Again, we're all over the place, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> but if anybody else out there watches Supernatural, and I'm sure you probably do if you listen to this podcast, yes, you should uh, write us and tell us what your favorite episodes are, so we could have, maybe we could do a show just about Supernatural. We probably could. Well, that'd be fun. I know. Well, Jeff's got to watch it, but... Hey, I'm game. <laughs> I'll I'll, uh, I'll do a, a cram, cram weekend. <laughs> you need about a month. <laughs> Cramming for a month, but it's worth it. So Rob's quietly and staring at us, though, with this Exorcist book. One more I thing I just have to tell you. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. I, this is supernatural, and I'm ridiculous about it. Um, they drive a really cool car. It's an old Impala. They do. And um, there is, like, this whole thing that, like, this backstory that is, like, super, super cool. So you can't just, like, watch one season and judge it on that. you got to, like, get into it. And they play really cool, like, 70s music. Classic rock and yeah. stuff like that. Like uh-huh. Carry On, My Wayward Son. Okay. Stuff like that. So I can watch this on Netflix, I take it? Hulu, yes. all those? Yes. I think Netflix has probably season like up to like 9 or 10. I just need season 1 and 2 to get going. Mm-hmm. Because I hear it's supposed to be a rainy weekend. And then 3 and 4. Yeah. There you go. All right. All right. So, Rob, so anyway, Rob. <laughs> that book, The Exorcist, is burning a hole in your hand. Interview with an exorcist. <laughs> yes, really not jump the right actual exorcist. Yeah, this is... A, so this book that I'm holding for... Everyone listening who can't actually see me is called Interview with an Exorcist. And it's written by Father Jose Antonio Fortea. Nice. That so, sounds important. Yeah. He straight is, from the Vatican. Straight it is. He's he's actually, I think, uh, Spanish. So this has been translated into English because I don't speak Spanish. And basically this book is well, first of all, it's hilarious. And second of all, if you're interested in it, it's a very quick, easy read, and it's presented in a way where it's just questions directed towards this ordained exorcist. He's like, 
an actual, actually sanctioned by the Catholic Church to go and perform exorcisms. So this guy is the real deal. The real deal. I like the air quotes you just did with that, and again. I yes. just wonder if there's pictures. No, there's no pictures in this book. No. I'm sorry. But it's great. And um, it's been a long time since I actually read this entire book, but before this episode I went through it really quickly and I picked out some of my favorite highlights. So I'm just going to share some with you guys. First of all, the first one that pops up for me is, what is a demon? Someone really, really bad. Well, according to this um, exorcist, Father Father Jose, that's what I'll be calling him from now on. Thank you. Yeah, I uh, just blessed Rob for those who couldn't see that. <laughs> what is a demon? He says, a demon is a spiritual being of an angelic nature that has been condemned for eternity due to his rebellion against God, capital G. As pure spirits, demons are not made up of matter. Because they do not have bodies, demons are not inclined to any sins of the flesh. I.e., it is impossible for them to commit the sins of lust or gluttony. The sins, the sins of demons are exclusively spiritual, but they can tempt human beings to sin in manners of the flesh. So, that's a demon. So we can't see it. But it's there, and it pushes us. They're always here, and they're always trying to make us do bad shit. They're trying to find the little cracks to get into our soul. Yes. Oh, we have eye rollers in the room, Rob. Oh, just you wait. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to control it. I really am. The demons? (laughs) From getting out? I don't don't believe in them, so I don't don't worry about those. So this guy's an exorcist, right? So, what is demonic possession? Demonic possession, according... An excuse for when you do bad crap. Wow. Well, let's see what let's see what Father Jose has to say. Jose, okay, Jose, <laughs> okay, Jose. If you start speaking no way, in Jose. <laughs> Father Jose says demonic possession is the phenomenon in which a demon resides in the body of a human being. At specific moments, the demon can speak and move through the body without the person being able to prevent it. Only the body is susceptible to demonic possession. A demon does not reside in or in any way possesses the soul of a person. In all circumstances, the soul continues to be free and incapable of being possessed. So it's just your body that the demons are possessing. So, I mean, that's that's not all bad, right? No. And so I could be, like, at a coffee shop, and all of a sudden it decides to poke its ugly head out and be like... Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good to know. Or you have Tourette's. <laughs> well, could that be the sign of a demon, Tourette's? Some people think it is. Some people do be. think it is. Mm-hmm. Ah, see, there's a little, there's a little volley serve I put up there for you. Allison. Oh, I got and I knew it for you're you. going there. <clears throat> okay, Rob. I'm adjudicated. Adjudicated. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just, we're just getting started. This guy here, Jose's so, got a lot to say. He does. Um, and again, I recommend getting this book if you want to hear everything he has to say. I just picked out a few questions here. Actually, more than a few questions, but. Some of the ones that I found more amusing, I guess, I would say. So the next question I highlighted here is, what do demons do with their time? Wreak havoc. Start fires. Well, maybe. Let's see what he says. Um, demons do different things. Demons, <laughs> they have a list demons, of things to do. <laughs> demons, of course, cannot like build houses, grow food, construct machines, nor do any of the, human, of the things human beings spend so much time on. Most of the time... Demons occupy themselves with going deeper into the world of knowledge 
and messing with ghost hunters while they're trying to conduct an investigation. No, I'm kidding on that last part. Oh, I was <laughs> going to say, boy, do I have a thought for that. Um, basically, Jose would not condemn ghost hunting. He says, oh, yes, he would. He um, basically says that they spend a lot of time thinking when they're not trying to wreak havoc and make us commit How do they sense. think when they have no brains and they're not matter? I don't know. Just ask Father Jose that one. Wait a minute. Wait, where are the demons? That's a question. So, did, didn't demons... Demons are like minions for the devil, right? Mm-hmm. Because the devil was cast out of heaven. Or God's good grace. Well, it depends on who you ask. Okay. Because Let's some just... history says that Lucifer was actually the chosen one. Okay. He was the morning star. And? So if someone was jealous and cast him out... Because of the affection that he had. Others say that he did it himself. It depends on which version of the book you read. And whose book is it, whose book it is. Okay. I'm sorry, Rob. I cut you off with the whole... What demons have to do but hang out and think. Well, that's pretty much it. <laughs> what they do. So they try to outsmart the other side. Uh, they try to make us do bad things and sin. But what does that accomplish? They're demons, you know, well, they want the to do bad stuff. Idle hands make for the devil's work. That's why I'm sitting on my hands right now. <laughs> That's why <laughs> no. I have a beer in mine. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, people, I'm sitting on my hands right now in the <laughs> here in the studio. Do you want to hear what Father Jose has to say about the difference between magic and religion? Uh, no, but go ahead. Because it's probably all the same, right? I'm going to roll my eyes, I'm sure, at this. <laughs> yeah, you are. You'll hear it. <laughs> when we speak here of magic, and that's in italics... Ooh. We are now referring to the popular art of the magician who pulls a rabbit out of his hat or makes things apparently disappear. Such magicians, in quotations by Father Jose, are just entertainers, illusionists who use various techniques to trick our eyes. In this discussion, the world of magic refers to occult practices performed by witches or sorcerers. I gotta leave the room. I gotta leave the studio. I'm out. <laughs> Throughout history, many cultures... Magic and religion came to be mixed to one degree or another. Nonetheless, we could see there is a clear and precise difference between those two realities. Religion is obedience to God. Magic seeks, seeks power over forces or beings. No? <laughs> I, can't, I can't even do it. Religion requires faith and worship. Magic seeks control over forces or beings. Um, there is such thing called karma, so I don't really know how that's possible. But go ahead, Father Jose. Religion requires us to change our lives. Magic wants to change others through manipulation. And then he goes on and on and on and on and on. Oh, please, continue okay. reading. So should we just bust out in our versions of demons and how they affect the, the modern world? I'm going to... I have to discredit everything that Jose is going to say at the end, though. Oh, you're going to take them down, are you? If I if I haven't already with what I read. No, your giggling didn't give it away. <laughs> <laughs> and Allison's eyelids it's, scraping across her contacts didn't give it away it's, either. It's more snickering than giggling, but <laughs> I'll take whatever. We will get serious I'm with this show. I'm thinking about impacting some of my magic on Father Jose. Oh, leave the poor old man alone. <laughs> I got like ten more questions. <laughs> this guy's just trying to make a buck off the Catholic Church. Yeah, because they need more bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to have a defense lawyer. <laughs> oh, wait, there's something pretty funny over here. 
Oh no! This Does is it involve children. It involves holy water. Oh, okay. I'll get to the children, and I'm serious on that one. And this oh, is, so that's where is his credibility looks dicey, yeah. little shaky. The can earth just, beneath his feet kind of give out. Can I just preface this whole holy water discussion with with a little bit of information here? Okay. So, you know how when we're ghost hunting, yes. we always tell people to bring something with them that they believe is going to protect them. Mm-hmm. So. In this view of what we're going to hear about, you mm-hmm. know, with, like, the holy water and everything. Um, so if you decide that you're going to bring a penny with you, mm-hmm. and you're going to put your thoughts into that penny that that's going to protect you, is that against your religion? Because you just sanctified that penny. You just made it holy. Oh, this is a tough question. Well, I didn't see this one coming. So this, go, this ahead, go ahead water, and read that This holy now. water antidote is interesting because it's not exactly... Okay, hang on here. So, why does holy water disturb demons? Is the question raised to Father Jose. By who? <laughs> I don't know. Sounds like we should have, it sounds like we should you have know, two other I readers doing a story to, here. I was, when I first presented this book just now, and I was looking at the author's name, I was like, I was looking for like another credit on here. Like, who's asking him these questions? It isn't Simon, is it? It's spirit writing. It might just be himself. Um, so, why does holy water disturb demons? Um, let's see, where, let me get to the good part here, because there's like five paragraphs about this. But I want to get to the lemonade part. Did you say lemonade? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um, the power received from Christ. The church, with the power she has received from Christ, can join a spiritual effect to an object. So that's basically what the water is. It's it's become a spiritual object because it's it represents Christ and stuff. So then he goes on to tell this interesting story. He says, "Here's one antidote that touches on this fact. One winter day, extremely cold weather had frozen the pipes in my parish, and we had no water. A possessed girl I was exercising could not be given water from the holy water fountains because it was several days old, and many people had dipped their fingers in it." As I was preparing to go out in search of water, I remembered that there was a bottle of lemonade that had been left over from a a meeting of catechists. I don't know what that word is. Cataclysm? Is that the word? C-A-T-E. Right there, that word. I'm not a church person. I don't know what that means. Thanks. Catechists. 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 There you go. Um, It occurred to me to bless the contents of the bottle, the lemonade, thinking that the type of liquid was of little importance since it is the power that was rooted in the prayer attached to it. I discovered, though, that its effect on the demon was much less than normal. After a few minutes, I ordered the demon in the name of Jesus to tell me why this was so. (laughs) He resisted. I don't know why. But in the end, he told me that while any blessed liquid might have some effect on the demons, holy water is more effective because it symbolizes purity and cleanliness. So... But in a pinch... Lemonade. Lemonade will do. Or a penny. Or a penny. Yeah. Or a shoelace. Or a bottle cap. Or a pen. So whatever you put your faith in. Want to know how you can protect yourself from demons? How we what? Protect yourself from demons? Um. Sure. Okay. According to Father Jose. As has been said, the best shield and armor against the attacks of the evil one is prayer, the sacram- the sacraments, good works, and living a spiritual life. Some people think specific and repeated prayers are needed for protection against the devil. 
but this is to think of prayer in magical terms. Strictly speaking, it is not particularly the prayer that provide, protects us, but the action of God himself. When we give alms or do works of mercy, it is the grace of God that fills us with spiritual life. Okay. So, you so does that mean if you don't be... believe in God, then you can never be protected from demons? Yes. That's basically the point that he was trying to make, and that is the point that he tries to make throughout this whole book, basically. Um, so what if you're Hindu? You can never be protected from demons? Nope. Um, what if you're Buddhist? You can never be protected from demons? Nope. What are the causes of possession? Um, um, not cleaning well behind your ears? Yeah, not having good cleanliness. <laughs> good cleanliness. Well, cleanliness going. is next to godliness. <laughs> Ta-da! Ching, ching. <laughs> there are four, four main causes of uh, possession, according Listening to Father Jose. Um, you know what? We probably fall under one of these, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, we do. Look at these Yeah, we do. Uh, Reaching out to the spiritual world? We might fall under three of these four categories. Wow. <laughs> We're moving right up there. No, not really. Um, number one, making a pact with the devil or demons. Yeah, you never do that. No. That's just no. stupid. We don't even make packs with spirits. No. We always say that it goes hunting. You don't ever make promises to, to spirits to get them to do things. Don't make if promises. You, you I'll oh, do like this you, if you do that. You show yourself you can use all my energy. Yeah, or <laughs> if you do something, we'll pack our stuff up and leave. No, because we don't want to go home. Yeah. <laughs> then you have to, though. Yeah, well, we just renege on it and you have your fingers crossed. Don't ever make a deal with the devil unless you're at a crossroads. Yep. Then it's okay. <clears throat> at the crossroads? Mm-hmm. Well, then you'll be screwed sometimes. We'll go back to this crossroad thing. Yeah. Well, that's a supernatural thing I think she's referring to. Oh, okay. Well, so, I'm also in real life. Sorry, Rob. Yes, Rob. So, number two. Taking part in spiritual, spiritual sessions, satanic cults, or esoteric rites. Sorry, I just made a gun with my pretzel. Oh, I thought you were, like, making a cross to protect yourself from the devil. No. Okay. <laughs> Can you repeat that for the good folks? <laughs> number two. Sorry, it's a bird. Number two. <laughs> Cause of possession. Yes. Taking part in spiritual sessions, satanic cults, or esoteric rites. Such as seances? Or table tipping? Oh, crap. Or ghost hunts? Well, table tipping's fun. It's a sporting (laughs) event sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) See how far we can spin it and stop it on one leg without it hitting the floor. So there's a more, it's a little more than just, you know, what you're saying. But go on, Jose. (laughs) Okay, number three. So far we're two for two. Yeah, well, I don't think we have this one because, well, you and I, Allison, we would not qualify for this. Jeff, I don't know about... Oh, no, this can't be good. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) Number three, offering one's child to Satan. (laughs) No, I have not offered. Um, I've questioned the fact if I have little demons running around my house, but... (laughs) Who would do that? Who in their right mind would ever do that? That's, that's that's a good question. Oh, my God. I think Hollywood, you know, helped that out. So, number four. <laughs> Being the victim of witchcraft, i.e. a spell. Oh, yeah. Well, you've all been there. <laughs> Every time I do a protection anything for you guys, you're the victims. Like I said, three out of four. Yep. Right? Well, number one, we never really made a pact with the devil. You want to talk about ghosts or something, I make packs with them all the time. I'm like, hey, if you could turn that light on, I'll... 
Well, who are we? Who are we actually making a pact to when we say it's kind of a lame you know, pact? But... Don't don't follow us home or hey you know, uh, Saint Michael watch over our asses when we're in and we're knee deep in it. I mean, who is the pack actually going to? Our belief system, right? Whoever's listening. The penny. Who knows? Mm, the spirit knows. Balthazar. Hmm. I don't know. I think um, there's so many roads on this. So this crossroads, you don't make a deal with the devil until you hit the crossroads? That's the only place you should make a deal with the devil. To get out of trouble or to find your way? Depending on what you need. Well, if I'm at a crossroads, I want to do the right thing. Be prepared. Right? Nothing is for free. Well, yeah, but I want to do the... Right, nothing is for free. One decision versus another decision, you're going to have two different outcomes. And when you ask for something, you better be prepared to give something. Well, I didn't give out my kids, so. <laughs> they got chores. <laughs> they got chores. I ain't giving them up. <laughs> so do you think the whole exorcist thing, or were you going to go with something? You look like you were ready to go somewhere. Oh, I got a few more. Oh, go. Well, entertain us, Rob. This is all leading somewhere. Oh, he's got a purpose. It's going to cost you. What hap- What makes a demon leave the body during an exorcism? Salt. Um, <laughs> he's uncomfortable because he could be in a body that's too small for him? You would think that. Um, so there's three things. Number one, the demon itself decides to leave. Oh, he's like, I'm out, I'm You done. call him out his name? No. Well, that's, <laughs> that's one of them, ain't it? You, yes. call, it, you call out his name. Should, yeah, once well, you yeah. know its name and you yeah, say it, it's supposed, supposed to bounce. Expel him. He yeah. does. It does say something. I think there's something in here about their names, but I didn't write that down. How is it that we know more about exorcisms than the exorcist priest, Jose? I think there might be some dollar values in this book that Jose. he's trying to move along here. Maybe he has a couple bills to pay. Maybe. Okay. Number two, the priestly power forces it to leave. So it's the priest's doing... Who's exercising the demon? The power of Christ compels you! Yep. Or number three, and this is something I'd like to see, an angel sent by God forces it to leave. (sighs) There's been angels sent down, apparently, to help save people. Whether it be mentally, physically. Oh yeah, I I do know about that. It's called, um, Constantine. (laughs) You've seen the movie. Keanu Reeves. (laughs) Silly. It's all messed up. He's an angel that comes down and compels the demons out. Oh, what's that movie with Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta if there's one good person left on the planet to do a good deed? Oh, I don't know. He scares the crap out of me because he's a Scientologist. Yeah, yeah, but the movie, this is before they got a hold of him. Oh, I know what you're talking about. He's like some like he's 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 born again or right. Some he's crazy trying to move thing. the angel up, and he has to come through again. No, not Mike. No, you're thinking of this is like a '70s, early '80s movie, maybe. Oh yeah, probably not. I was only born in '78, so. Yeah, but you watch a lot of movies. You, you're pretty well versed in that. Yeah. It'll come know. to me. I know my wife loves the movie, and yeah, you guys. But you know which one I'm talking about? Like when he comes back and. Is he the paramedic? No, that's no, Nick that's Cage. Nick Cage. Wow. Okay. Let's bring out the dead, or bring out your bring out. Yeah, the, show me or something. Bring it, bring out the dead. Sorry, Rob. We're just doing our own thing here. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so maybe one of our listeners will know, and can send us a response that we'll read later on. <laughs> yeah, at some point. <laughs> so, 
can one who has been possessed be repossessed after being exercised? Exercising and possession go together, right? No. This is so hard exercised. to realize. Exercised. Exercised. I think they can come back. I just keep seeing like the priest like, I'm here to exercise your demons. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be like changing the lock on your soul so it can't come back in? No. No, it can happen again. It can happen again. You want to know how? Um, again. According to Father Jose. No cleanliness. You don't, you don't keep up with your prayers? Oh, you nailed it. <laughs> you if become person, susceptible again. If the person lives in the grace of God, prays and goes to Mass and regular confession at least once a month or more frequently, he has nothing to fear since he is protected. The evil cannot enter again. <coughs> On the other hand, if the freed person returns to his old life of sin, he could be possessed again. If he is repossessed, this will be by more and worse demons. And he'll lose his car in the process? Yes. <laughs> Repo. So, so if I sit home once a week and read a passage out of the Bible and say my prayers and drink my milk every night, I'll be okay. So I don't have to go to a church and pay for the brand new brand new whatever. And you could still be a really crappy person on top of all that. And yep. I would still be a crappy person on top of that. Yep. yep. Because basically the gist that I got from reading this book the first time is that the actual exorcism process... Is very easy. It's what he makes it sound like. He makes it sound very easy. And if it doesn't work, or if someone gets repossessed, it has nothing to do with the priest who performed the exorcism. He's not to blame at all one little bit. It's that person because they were not being a nice Christian. So you're not going to get your money Catholic, back. whatever they are. Well, I think if I was ever possessed and they got, you know, Lucifer out or whoever's running around in me, I think I'd be scared shitless because I'd probably believe it at that point, and then I would have to, like, you know, drink my milk and do my exercises and pray every day. Do your exorcisms? Exercises. Oh, okay, sorry. That's would be good. And wash behind my ears. Because Mom says so. Is there any proof that these, that these demons really are real and that these exorcisms are legit and not just people being crazy? Well, according to Father Jose, yes. Well... But that's the whole. That's the whole debate with, you know, possession. People being, you know. Like, wasn't there that story about that woman that died, because she went through like ridiculous amounts of exorcisms? It was like forty-five days straight of trying to yeah. exorcise her demon. She died of like starvation. But they made the movie on that. Was that? It wasn't Emily Rose, was it? I think it was. But I know, like, it was one of those famous cases, and I just you start to get to a point where you're like. Like reading about stuff and researching about stuff like that, like how much of that is like put in your head versus like what's actually happening to you? Yeah. Well, couldn't we take somebody with that type of instability and really put them on some heavy medicine to see if it works and if it calms them down? Versus, you know, because if if you're gonna say it's a it's a mental health issue and someone's chemical imbalances are off and it causes them to be crazy, I would think that we could counter counteract that with a couple drugs, especially in modern day, you know. But have we ever actually sat in on an exorcism? No, but not many people have. Because and do it's you a see? Secretive... Do you see the? You know, do we get to see this like? You know, a lot of exorcism on TV. We know how that goes. So it usually falls to the crap crapper with that. But we're not there. We don't go on the front line. You know, we don't go to these houses and investigate people that are like that. No, but you can pick. You can watch 
television at six o'clock on a Sunday morning, and you're guaranteed to some see some lunatic at a megachurch exercising people's demons left and right, and people falling on the ground, getting have, hit in the head, oh, and falling on the ground, being saved. I don't think I've ever met one of those people. Well, we don't live in the South, so. Oh, so this is regional. Road trip. Yeah, I think that most of those types of churches, it's usually like certain sects of religion, like, you know, hardcore so Baptist, Pentecostal. the further south we go. That's fire and brimstone country, baby. Bible Belt. Yep, that is fire and brimstone. I don't, I, I don't know, you know, you have to sit there and wonder what these priests are up to that travel all over the world, like, yanking demons out of people. And people talking in tongues and rattling the serpents. You know, you're dancing around with the deadly snakes and not getting bit. Drinking, drinking the the arsenic, because they go, oh, drink the arsenic. <laughs> See, it sounds crazy, live. doesn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. But obviously, I don't. I don't know. I, I. My belief system is there's up and down, but that up and down has kind of been modified in my world. I believe you know a lot of the downside of things is it's a us. It's not so much a demon per se or a hell. But with that being said, you know, what we're trained when we are raised and they talk about exorcisms that, you know, there's physically some type of energy in you that is bad, that is negative. Well, there there you go. What about these people that have this negative energy to them? I mean, could it be like that negative energy can go to like such an extreme that it's that bad where we don't always interact with that. We yeah. we it's, walk into rooms and we know when there's negative it's, juju everywhere. I know what you're saying is totally possible, but the thing that gets me about this whole demon talk is that in order to believe in demons, you have to believe in God and the devil. And if you don't believe in Christian ideals of the God and the devil, you don't believe in demons. So it's always funny to me how people that don't practice religion, you know, they might have Christmas, they might go to church on holidays, but they're mm -hmm. not religious, mm -hmm. Mm -mm. claim that they have demons. Because if you really talk about mm -hmm. the cases of possession, nine times out of ten, it's devout people. It's devout people. So you say it could be guilt-driven? Attention-seeking? I mean, I'm a, uh, let's, like you said, I'm devout. I go, I do my church duties. I pray to the Lord. I am like, you know what? When I leave this body, I'm going. Could it be that growing up and being, like, I don't want to say whipped into it, but this is my belief system, that um, if I do wrong, my guilt is going to drive me to a whole nother level of, uh, I don't want to say crazy, but if I, if I take a wrong path, how much am I going to beat myself up over this wrong path with guilt? And then can that guilt actually turn, you know, that energy negative? I'm sure it could, but does that mean you're possessed by a demon? We need to ask Father Jose. We need to go in, on that website where they do exorcisms over the internet for you for 35 bucks. What about, somebody who, what about somebody who murders somebody or kills somebody that does have a conscience and things went wrong? And then they take their lives out because they can't deal with the consequences of doing yeah, that. Yeah, but on the flip side of that, modern religion, Christianity, says that if you repent for killing people, as long as you're sorry for it, you still go to heaven. Right, because God's all forgiving. We're going to get a little more wacky do with this in a second, too. 
Uh-oh. I got two more questions. All right, well, you better bring I Jeff gotta and wrap I this up this, really quick. This little bit here, because things are about to get deep. <laughs> Do you want to know what Father Jose thinks about horoscopes, tarot cards, and others? What nope, other but ways you're going to tell us. <laughs> I sure am. Um, that they're a good source of information to follow daily. That they're information planted by the devil. So I'm not coming into money next week? <laughs> to ensnare you. Ensnare you? Is that what you said? Uh-huh. Look at that. I like that. I'm sorry, Rob. We're just we're just doing a uh, show here. Well, you know, I mean... It's You're hard. our filler it's material. Hard. It's hard not to. I'm hogging, <laughs> the, I'm, I'm hogging the show with Father Jose here, so... <laughs> so, what does he think about horoscopes, tarot cards, and other ways of seeing the future? He says, The people who consult such superstitions are living proof that no benefit can be obtained through them. The only people who get any benefit from these deceits are the professional cheats and charlatans who practice them for money. I wonder how much he charges for an exorcism. Um, they are skilled at, at measuring and generalizing their predictions so that they do not betray their falsehood. Okay, can I just ask a quick question here? Yeah. What is the book of Revelations? I don't know. Isn't that a prophetic dream? Mm-hmm. Isn't that a prediction of the future? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Throw that book in the garbage and burn it. <laughs> Whoa. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, but this is what I'm saying. This exactly. is why religion frustrates me so much. Because you can't have a Catholic priest write something like that, but then hand me a Bible and tell me to read the end of the world based on a dream that somebody had. So let's, let's take that a little differently here. So Nostradamus was bullshit? Well, yes. Right? Has anything come true? Any predictor of the future. I mean, in, is sent in by the, the devil. Well, I'm saying, you know, reading tarot cards, this, that, and predicting the future, obviously, because that's a prediction. It's a gamble, you know. Um, if Nostradamus can back this up, then hey. But I can take any current event and twist it into something he said. Oh, and this whole thing with, like, magic. What's the difference between magic and a miracle? God made water into wine. He walked on water. He Jeez. cured people of disease. He raised himself from the dead. Is that a miracle? Yeah, those are all considered miracles, but how is that different than magic? Magic's illusion. It's witchcraft and evil. Demon stuff. Magic's an illusion. Is it not? It's okay. You want me to... Well, want no, to put, not according to... You want me to put Father Jose priest... to rest? Do you want me to discredit Not him? according to Father no, Jose. No, not yet. No? Because no. Father Jose says that, that that kind of magic is is not real magic. Real magic is spell work. So. And changing the will of things. Real magic is seeing Jesus in my grilled cheese sandwich? Like turning, um, like making bread rain from the sky. Ooh. I'm kind of hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, sorry. But, sorry, Rob, go on. <laughs> oh, Father. Okay. So, Father Jose, the Catholic priest. No, not all Catholic priests are the best, right? I disagree. Oh, I'm good, thank you. So, did you guys see that movie Spotlight? What movie? Spotlight. Oh, I have not seen it, but I've heard all about it. <laughs> no, I yeah. have not. That's about the Catholic priests abusing the children. Oh. So, this is kind of what is uh, going to be the last question here. Who can be an exorcist? It is commonly believed that a priest must be holy and virtuous to be an exorcist, and this is undoubt undoubtedly ideal. The more virtuous he is, the better. But... Strictly speaking, any priest can perform the rite of exorcism. Even priests who are not the most ideifying can expel demons without difficulty, though the exorcism may take a little longer. 
While it may seem scandalous to some, even a priest in the state of mortal sin can perform an exorcism and successfully expel a demon. Jesus, that just throws everything out the window. Why? Because the rite of exorcism is a liturgical prayer of the church in which the power of the prayer, the power of the priesthood, and the power of the name of Jesus are used. So, So basically, what I get from that is that Father Jose thinks that even all those priests who are, you know, abusing children... What it was like eight, like the movie said, it was like eight percent of priests. Oh yeah, that's bad. Yeah, uh, they like just all let priests, those poor dudes get married. They could still, you know, perform an exorcism because they're all holy and stuff. But if they're in sin, what the f- is going on? It doesn't matter. Well, that's what because I'm saying. Because religion it gets matter. to make up its own rules that don't pertain to anyone else but them. Oh, I so felt a personal you, a personal belief there. So if you don't go to church and confess your sins at mm-hmm. least monthly, right. you're going to leave yourself open to have a demon come and invade your body. No, but a bullshit. priest who does things to innocent people with no consequence Kids. is still okay to expel that demon from your body because you didn't go to church and confess mm-hmm. your sins. Yeah, because in the end we all uh, go to heaven anyway. <laughs> Isn't that what you said earlier? No. no matter what, no matter what your you belief is, you're going to be forgiven, well, and you're, if you're, you're really taking the stairs up. If you really mean it. Well, if I cry a little, I mean it. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny that you know this way this whole conversation is going. Even though I am Catholic and I do believe the whole system, but yet I do see fallacies with a lot of the the way Ooh. it works. Suddenly, no, no, the no. eyes are a little more open than maybe they were a couple years ago. Well, no, I was actually away from it for a few years, where I got away and said, this is all BS. This isn't real. This isn't real. And I come back to it, but yet there's still burning questions to the system. You can believe in right and wrong, light and dark, good and bad, God and the devil. I don't have a problem with anyone that has those kinds of beliefs. My problem comes in with the dogmatic, ritualized part of religion that's happened. Of the sit down, kneel, say this, give this, do that, abide by this. Because those are all man-made rules that have nothing to do with the actual religion itself. And it's become so dogmatic that you lose the purpose of what the point of it was to begin with. Because there's got to be something to it. Like, I'm I'm not an atheist by any means. Right. You know, I mean, every single religion in the world has the same basic principles to Mm -hmm. abide by. You know, the same higher being, the same bad stuff that can happen, slightly different variations. So obviously, there's got to be something if everyone has the same common core belief. That there's good and there's bad. There's some kind of higher being at work, regardless of what it is. It's, it's It's the ritualistic part of it that drives me crazy. Don't eat meat on Fridays during Lent. Why? Because there was a famine, and they tried to conserve food. That's why. I never understood why you could eat fish, though, because isn't fish kind of... Fish was plentiful then. Yeah. Meat was hard to come by. On on Fridays, I couldn't, during uh, the Lenten season. But that's where the rule came from. It wasn't because of of God and Jesus. You know, then on Fridays during that time, you just go to Texas Roadhouse, you can get right in. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) that's the way to think about it. Ooh, no waiting at 5 o'clock for I dinner. I'm in. Went there on Good Friday this year. Got right in. 
Nice. True story. And I never understood why they always say, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Okay. All three, the Trinity? But you don't believe in ghosts. So who's the Holy Ghost? Now they say the Holy Spirit. They used to say the Holy Ghost. They changed the terminology back, like, I don't know, 50s or 60s. But it's the same thing. Right. Well, that's that whole thing about hunting ghosts and not asking the questions of where our souls go. But that goes against everything, too, because it's all been written out for us in that ultimate travel book. So do you, ever, do you ever worry about becoming possessed by a demon? Uh, yeah, maybe when I drink too much. No, <laughs> not at all. I think if it was going to happen to one of us, it would have happened by now. You're asking, huh? <laughs> that, that was a question. That wasn't even a statement. That was just like, hello, anyone? anyone? Any takers? <laughs> Well, just don't go in a dark room and say their name three times into a mirror. <laughs> right. And when you lay down tonight, if you start feeling a warm, tingling feeling starting your feet and it goes up, <laughs> something's entering you. Um, demons are... I don't know. I think if you're going to be possessed by anything, there's probably some kind of weak, weak thing going on there. You're easily influenced. Nobody wants to come in here because I'll, I'll boot you right, right back out. That's not happening. You're easily influenced mm -hmm. by religion, mm -hmm. by demons. But people need to be guided. People need to understand it. Some people take it to the point where it's over the top. And that's when I think you might get into a little trouble. Um, yeah, you have to herd the sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Early morning with the cane. Um, Gone at church. If people are so so uptight about religion and their beliefs, people are gonna love us after this episode. We we're not here to offend anybody at all. We're just we should have said that like fifty minutes ago. <laughs> well, we could always edit that in. Yeah, but it's like I said, it's not that I think that it's a bad thing, and and every single person is entitled to believe whatever it is they want. And we would never look down on anybody because of what they believed. I mean, think about our own group. We have all kinds of varying opinions about religion and God and mm -hmm. demons and all of those things within our little small group even. But we all put that into context with ghost hunting, though. Also. You know, why would... If you go to a place that's spiritual and we're ghost hunting, not that we've ever really gone to a spiritual place, have we? We've ghost yeah. hunted it, well... You don't want to do that. <laughs> um, anyway. I was going to say, uh, they ghost hunt at Lilydale. They have well, ghost tours. I mean, is it wrong? If you go into a spiritual place? And We've ghost hunted in chapels. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that's going against the, the grain, the policy, the book. Because we're not supposed to, we're not supposed to know, we're not supposed to ask those questions. Who says that? That is coming straight from a uh, different priest. Why are you not supposed to ask those questions? Because what the book says is what you're supposed to believe in. And we don't ask about those questions, even though they put it out there, you are seated at the right hand of the Father when you pass on your soul goes up. But can I just ask you this? Why are you not supposed to ask questions and just take things on blind faith but then you're given free will? Because they said so. Yeah. I mean, isn't that kind of like setting people up to fail automatically? Yes, absolutely. 
So why would you why would you want to be part of something that that sets people up to fail and doesn't support them and doesn't? Do you think maybe over all these years that the context of the whole idea got lost? I believe that there was probably a book written many 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 long 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 time ago, and through the process of interpretation and rewriting and storytelling and oral history and all those things that the story changed many many times depending on the time of you know it was what written, what, what great thing is were. going on absolutely just like society advances it's like a game of telephone if i whisper in your ear the grapes are green by the time it gets to somebody else they're 15 rotten people down the line <laughs> it's you know, the goobers are coming for you. You better run and hide. <laughs> well, that's almost in the sense that, okay. That's the, they change it to suit their needs. I know this show could probably go on for five hours <laughs> because of just all the different avenues. But that's like saying, you know, the, the modern church today, they have to adjust to um, problems that come up in society that they haven't had to deal with. <laughs> you know, they have to take a certain stance because the stance was good way back when. But like you said, there's probably a book, the way it was written at that time, but as society advances and people change and people become, um, do I want to say, more outgoing, evolving, they have to take a stance and come back and go, yes, you know what, um, uh, homosexuals, gays, whatever, you're all allowed to marry now. We give you your blessing. It is okay. In a sense, you have to, there's that give and take it's just to hard. stay modern. Right. But at the same time, the Bible talks all about procreation, and there's a lot of sex in the Bible. Well, that's yeah. all they did back then was right. Help. But yet, priests aren't allowed to get married, and have to be celibate. Because they're supposed to be the close to the man. That would be my interpretation. But Jesus was not celibate. Jesus might have even been married. Might have been. But we don't know that for sure. But we don't know for sure that he wasn't either. I guess this is why religions fight. Cracked <laughs> 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 it. That's it. <laughs> but you just hit on a good point. I mean, most every single war in the world has been fought because of religion. It has, mm -hmm. and it will continue. Because people are very, very passionate about how right. they feel. They're about all that. passionate about getting to the other side and being in that place. Mm -hmm. But yet, the way we get there is a totally different road. Mm -hmm. So if we could just agree on that all roads lead to it and just maybe respect it, then okay. Or not be involved. I think we do agree that all roads lead to it. It just might look different for me than it does for you than it does for somebody else. Right. And that's, I think, the biggest thing to come away with like when we're talking about this stuff is that it's like I said before, if you're Hindu or you're a Buddhist or you're Catholic or you're Jewish or you're whatever religion you are, my religion shouldn't exclude what you believe. No, but if my hammer's bigger, I'm going to hit you in the head with it. Like, what's going to happen right? if you get up there and it's friggin' some kind of, you know, Buddha, and it's not Jesus? <laughs> but their version of Buddha, because if you look at all the religions, they all basically contain the same storyline. Well, See, now do. I'm going to drift the other way. But you know what I'm saying? You right. Gotta, right. You gotta... we're, here, we're here to say, okay, yeah, it's all it's... the same on the other side, but... Yet everybody, oh bless you! Oh, God bless you! Bless My soul you. trying to jump out of your body right now. <laughs> We're gonna exercise your demon. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> nice timing. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, it's, you know what it is? It's Father Jose coming out of you. Oh. <laughs> is that an arm I just saw come out of your nose? <laughs> Let me out! Let me out! Wait, is it the left side or the right side? Because it might be a demon. We don't know. Are there famous demons? Famous? Yeah. Like, um... I like well-known demons? Not that I'm Did aware. demons ever get any recognition for the havoc that they cause? Um... We do have... We have a few of them kicking around that I saw. <laughs> Bob's losing it. Um, we have Lars, and not from Metallica. I was going to say, the no. from Metallica? No, he's the demon oh. of sexual lust, uh, homosexual, uh, homosexuality, bisexuality, adultery, and other such sexual pleasures. Wait. The, Lars. The drummer or the demon? The demon. <laughs> They're one and the same. Um, he's been living for centuries <laughs> under the guise sense. of a rock star. He was a minstrel. <laughs> According to this, this this demon Lars, it's all about sex. It's all about crimes. It's all about porno. The internet is crawling with it. It's all about the metal. <laughs> and Lars is enjoying greater success in America than ever. I mean, so he's putting it out there. <laughs> I guess he's getting some response. Um, what else do we got? We have, what is it, Bacchus? Imagine yeah. that being your namesake. <laughs> you, you, you know, you're on Facebook one day and it's got that little quiz that pops up. Yeah. It's like, find out what your name means. <laughs> no! <laughs> Poor Lars. <laughs> we have Bacchus. Um, I believe I'm saying that correctly. Demon of addictions, such as drugs, smoking, alcohol. Satan loves to capture a person in some sort of addiction. <clears throat> for then it is easy, much easier to control that person for his diabolical, perverted ends. Um, we see this plaguing America today. I guess this is taking, you know, the American uh, version of this, how we're screwing it up over here. Um, Bacchus does, is working, Bacchus is working to get the New World Order in place. Oh, so all you should do then, if that's the case, is have your local priest bless your vodka... Because, well, doesn't the church bless the you, wine? As you're an alcoholic and you drink it, it would kill the demon inside. So. There's a lot of uh, priests that are alcoholics because of the wine that they drink. Yeah. A lot, all the time. Put some there, I guess. I read. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't know. I'm drunk on the blood of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I never got to sip the wine when I was an altar boy, so that was a bunch of crap. Oh, Jeff was an altar boy. That's I was an altar boy. explains a lot. It does. I used to ring the bells. But I could never do the funerals. I could never do the funerals because funerals and weddings you always got paid for. I always had to do like the free, you know, 8.30 Sunday mass when like I'm half asleep because I stayed up watching like scary movies and watching Canadian TV because they show boobies. <laughs> Going to hell. And then you went with an altar boy the next day. And then I'd go cleanse my body and sins the next day. <laughs> I think Father. you need to talk to Father Jose. Your <laughs> Father Jose. Um, there's uh, Reggie. Reggie. He is the general of the occult. Reggie. Mm -hmm. He deals with such a, such drugs as marijuana, hashish, cocaine, speed, LSD, peyote, and mescaline. Wow, that's really specific. These are drugs of sorcery. He just doesn't mess with crack. But if reading Bacchus. <laughs> <laughs> Bacchus and Reggie, they can hook up together because that's addiction for Bacchus, and this guy deals with like the actual product. So we have a pusher, so <laughs> we have a dealer, pusher, whatever. I mean, there's all kinds of levels there. 
Is that like the Steppenwolf song, like, Goddamn the Pusher? <laughs> yes, it is. It's like the Breaking Bad of Demons right now. Um, <laughs> Pan. Pan? He's a demon. Oh, Pan. Pan. Pan is not a demon. P-A-N. Pan is not a demon. Demon of the mind. He causes oh. mental illness, depression, suicide, nerves, and rejection. No, like Pan Pan's is a god. Labyrinth. I have it in there. Yeah. No, not David Bowie. What? Pan's Labyrinth? No, Pan's Labyrinth, not the Labyrinth. Oh, the Labyrinth. Oh, the Pyramids? Like Pan's Labyrinth. Pan is not a demon. I object um, to that one. He's like the Faith thing, right? Yes. Yeah, I love that movie. Well, apparently someone thought this was a it's little like the different here. God. Pan That's causes God. you to become depressed, so you go to Rege, the demon of the occult and drugs. And in turn, he sends you to Bacchus, the demon of addiction. It's all one big circle when you're when you get trapped in it forever. It sounds like American Airlines customer support when people <laughs> <are> <laughs> in your department constantly, <laughs> and you never get your luggage back. No. Um, and they put a question out there at the very end of that, what I just read. Um, this person wonders if Dr. Kevorkian is knowingly in the league with Pan. So you can see there's an angle on this this article about different demons. I don't like the fact that they said that Pan is a demon, because that's not true. Um, Medit? Not true. Demon of hate, murder, killing, war, jealousy, envy, and gossip. This sounds like TV soap operas, both daytime and night, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Um, this demon is also unbelievably active in our society today, filling our daily news with murder and mayhem. Nope, that's the blonde at 4 o'clock and 6 o'clock on the news. I am sure activists who are fighting domestic abuse and violence never contemplated that they may be fighting a demonic host. So we got hosts now. So now we got a tip. So that's some of them. So I, I would imagine for every problem that people have in society and stuff, there's... There's a demon name for it, and there's someone behind the curtain controlling what's going on a little bit. I'm surprised that you didn't come across, like, Legion. I mean, how do we do a whole show on demons and not talk about Legion? Um, I don't think I came across that one because this article looked a little biased. Are we going to have to do a Demons Part 2 episode? We might. Set. Demon of Death. Because, in all honesty, that's the only demon that has ever actually scared me, is when I've heard stories about Legion. Is that the one with Tom Cruise? No, that's Legend. <laughs> oh, sorry. You're confusing the 80s movies with Legion. Legion. It has been known to possess people, and, and when people have asked like who you are, the common thing that comes back is that I am Legion, I am many. And that crap Will Smith. always scares the, the bejesus out of me. No pun intended. Will Smith. I am Legend. <sighs> I'm batting. I'm batting bad here. Okay, so Legion's like Legion is like the most powerful because it is many. It is like all it's all a bunch souls of demons, bunch of wrapped souls. together. Yes. So like Freddy Krueger when he steals the kids' souls, he becomes all one. It just we put some in, in there like that. Yeah. Yeah. That is really the only story about possession that has ever really kind of freaked me out. Is when you know. People have said stuff like that. That's like the 666, the sign of the devil. That's Legion. I am many. So he's up there on the old uh, food chain. Yeah. Would that be Lucifer, though? Would that be the devil? I don't think so. Satan think, himself? I think he's too busy to like come down and wreck a random human. It's not. It's probably below him these days. If that ever happens to you, you just <laughs> take your vitamins, say your prayers, and call Doc... Doctor Father Jose, Father Jose, and wash behind your ears. You were gonna say Doctor Kavorkian. No, <laughs> that wouldn't be good. That's crazy. I mean, you know, they're all in cahoots, evidently. So I know this. Uh, I know this whole 
demon thing can go in many directions, and I know we got into the religious aspect of it and came back around out of it, but eh, it's always open for debate here in Parabattle Land. Yeah. And I can't say we've ever seen a demon no, ghost hunting. No, in all the years we've been doing this, all the places we've been. We've gotten maybe some negative energy, some eh, bad juju out there. Rare. It is very rare, and but, you know, is it we're just not open to it and we're not willing to accept it? No, well, hey. Who would be? You know. You have a lot of other ghost hunters out there. I know we're bringing this back into the ghost hunting realm, but there's demons at every corner. Oh, yeah. And I think society has really, you know, been force-fed that crap. It, it makes for good TV. It makes great TV. Mm -hmm. And, you know, our peers that go out there and do this crap, and I say crap on their end because, you know, if they hear something bump in the it's night... It's a demon. It is a demon, full-force demon, and you better reckon your soul right now because you're gone. It's it's a load of it's a load of horse. You know, <clears throat> I don't think you know. At, at first, when I when I came into this group, um, I know you guys were talking about that you never really truly came across anything evil or really dark and demented, but it's just negative energy. You know, and everybody has negative energy in them one way or another. So, yeah, you know, exactly. But yet, I've probably met, the time I've been in this group with you guys, I've probably met like 25 people that have like uh, met demons, you know, and heard the growls and heard the voices. Oh, yeah. Is that true? I don't know. It's, I wasn't there. It's probably their stomachs. You know, we, <laughs> so, yeah, our little nickname for our stomachs when we're hungry, we have fish fries at 2 in the morning. Fish fry! There goes your stomach. It all makes a perfect circle back to the fish fry. On well, the it does. Oh, it does, really. Allison, what's going on over there? Oh, you know, just looking for demons. Doing some research. Oh, That's boy. What we do here in the Parababble studio. There might be an extended show that <laughs> that might go on after hours here. There might be. <laughs> Sometimes there is in the yeah, Parababble studio. We are. But where can we be reached at? Parababble.com, Facebook. Parababblepodcast at gmail.com. Send all your hate mail <laughs> to us there. <laughs> Send all your money. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Parababble. Send us your public hate mail. <laughs> and at Parababble on Twitter, send us your quick little uh, 150 character hate mails. Do we accept $5 bills or singles? We'll take either or. Because technically we're a little cult now. Are we? I don't know. But once again, we, you know, we should have clarified this in the beginning. We're not here to piss off anyone. We're just, you know, giving our viewpoints. And, you know, if we do make some slanderous little remarks or make it look like we are picking apart something, you know, it's just part of how we do things. And, you know. Feel free to share your thoughts with us. Absolutely. I mean, it doesn't mean we hate you guys. We love you guys out there for listening, so. This is Jeff. I'm signing off. This is Allison. I'm out. This is Rob. I'm out. For the devil sends the beast with wrath because he knows the time is short. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is 666. <laughs> Blank. I needed time to think to get the memories.
Reflections of my walkman staring 